This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Watchmen. Boom, 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 boom. Welcome back to Kind of Funnies, The Mandalorian in Review. That's right, we are reviewing every episode of Season 1 of The Mandalorian. I'm Tim Geddes, this is Andy Cortez, that's Kevin Coelho. We got the big dog, Nick Scarpino. Over rough, there. rough, rough. Rough, rough, rough indeed. It's not his name. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, I'm good, man. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Small dog energy We there. got the big dog, Nick Scarpino, the Hispanic heartthrob, Kevin Coelho. The pervert. <laughs> Andy Cortez. <laughs> you see how it feels. You see how it feels, you old man. Uh, I'm good, man. I was pleasantly surprised to see Bill Burr pop up in this episode. I was wondering which episode he was going to be in, and this was the one. The long one. That was great. This one, the runtime of, of what was it? 37? 43 minutes. Yeah, depending on how you count it with the weird with recaps. The recaps and, and all oh, that oh I skipped all that thing. shit. Yeah, but yeah, I think it was 40, 43 total. I do like that Disney Plus has the skip function. Yay. Yeah, it is weird though that you have to skip twice because they skip the recap and then skip the intro. But if you want to watch the intro, I get it. Yeah, sometimes okay. intros guess, are cool. I guess you know options I mean? are good. Yeah. You know, options are definitely good. Uh, today we're talking about Chapter Six, The Prisoner, released on December thirteenth, twenty nineteen, directed uh, again by Rick Famuyiwa, mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. same guy that did Dope. And one of the previous episodes of this, I think he did episode two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which we liked. I think that was the one I liked most. I think, and I and and. I think that sentiment is probably going to be mirrored in this one as well because I like the way this was was structured. Um, I like that he got outsmarted. I like that there was actually like antagonists that were working against him, and I like that he had to kind of figure some stuff out and come back. It was more of a, it was more of a traditional like story arc for a TV show, which I which I thought vibed with me a lot more than there. We're just going to kind of be it on out on an adventure together. Um, it was nice seeing an ensemble cast as well. It was nice seeing like them put. Together, a little crew and go after it. Not the least of which was Clancy Brown coming Hell back, yeah. Mr. Krabs himself. First dude. off, you had me. At, you had me at Clancy Brown because he did. Okay, this, follow me on this. This Detroit is become human, baby. I he reminded me, and I don't think I don't know if it was him or not. Was he the bad guy in Highlander? Yes, yes. Yeah. So he did a moment where in this where he was like. Ah, ah, ah. And I was like, oh, that, it was like exactly the same thing you did when you were fighting the Highlander. It made me very, very excited. The Highlander. The <laughs> and then, of course, seeing, the Bill, seeing Bill Burr at a Star Wars property was so, such, he was so out of place in this, but so perfectly beautiful. I loved it, man. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it. Bill Burr worked because it was out of place where it didn't feel Star Wars, but I kind of, the backstory they gave him of him being ex-Empire or whatever, but not a Stormtrooper, I'm just like, I just bought it, and I loved how Bill Burr he was. What does that they mean, did, though? He worked for the Empire, but he wasn't a stormtrooper. But he was a he was a sniper for the. Then he was probably some other part of their infantry or something like that. But like, have we ever seen any other part of like Solo? They had like guys or whatever. Maybe referring to. I did like how much he took offense to that. Yeah, that was really cool. Man. His third arm gun thing, so cool. I fucking love. I do. I do. Criticism. As, as I, I know, it's going to be shocking to people that I have some critiques of this episode. But I was like, what's going on 
with the shoulder holsters and Bill Burr's costume here? How are they just like taped on to the side? What is the functionality of having a gun that is up toward your face that you can't reach? I don't know. That was, that was a weird yeah, thing. Was a little arm thing. No, no, no. The arm thing was dope. I'm talking about the two yeah. pistols yeah, but, that he had on his chest that were just hanging off of his but body. But isn't that for the arm to grab? Yeah, to, it's holster. It's his, his the holsters arm. for is that. Is that what it was? I yeah. think so. No, because someone comes up and takes it out. Right. Well, yeah, but he still but, had another no, one. I think, the, I think the hand had a pistol on it also. Huh. Was the hand his own gun? No, no. It was it was hand. Was it? I think I'm pretty I think sure it was, it was a, a gun. Hand. I'm pretty sure it was a hand. I think he I had two. Was a I think, hand, I think he like had a... two guns that he was supposed to pull out. <laughs> like this one. It was a human hand. No, <laughs> either way, one of them was pulled out, but the other one's still hanging off over here. And I'm like, I don't. I would have liked to see that if they were just a little bit too like closer to this. But the one thing that I did love about this was looking at them. I was like, this reminds me of Star Wars toys. It reminds oh, me yeah. of toys yeah. that I would want when I was a kid and see these random one-off characters that you're like, I don't know who Bosk is, but I want the toy. You know what I mean? Like these people were in like one little bit of Star Wars, and I'm like, oh, I want to get all of them lined yeah, up in cool. my cool little like Darth Vader chest. The male Twilight. It's just like that's just a yeah, fun thing. Yeah. I feel like it's moments like that that the Mandalorian does succeed at, which is just such weird little twists that you haven't thought about before. And it's like it has no real consequence on anything. But it yeah. is it's kind of like that, but less about selling toys, but more just about expanding the universe of just like oh yeah i guess the, those guys could be dudes yeah. it's it's cool to see the um different races like the devil looking guy that we had From seen in Mosa. yeah mm-hmm. it was like that's cool mm-hmm. i was like oh so like Funny yeah. to see the, dro- the bug droid come back that was cool yeah um, voiced by uh the dude from it crowd yeah really dig that guy uh, very recognizable yeah, this this richard i yeah ayoade um, yeah, and then the the Twilight girl was Natalie Tenna, who's uh, Tonks. 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 Yeah. Tonks. I, I didn't also think the chick from Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I know over the wildling. The wildling. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I thought she, she was, was not good. Also, the, the Christmas episode in uh, in uh, Black Mirror mm. with uh, uh, the hot guy, black hair, John Hamm. Oh, oh, was yeah. she in that one? Yeah, yeah. 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 She's the one who's the crazy woman. She like. She's gonna like fuck the dude. She kills him. She's like, Eric, take this pill. Shut the fuck up. Take this pill. Yeah. I'm gonna take the pill. Oh, yeah. Too. You I know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's a great episode. Oh, that's oh, a, a good episode, Kevin. Her performance was all all over the place in this yeah. episode. There it were moments great. where I liked her. There were moments Same. where I was like, uh, this, uh, this isn't working for me. I think, and I honestly, I don't think it's her. I think the direction was like, uh-huh. be crazy and hiss a lot. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was like, I, I, this is not working. I think it would have been nice if they'd have dialed her back by about 30%. Um, and I, but I did like that Bill Burr was just there. It basically just Bill Burr being Bill Burr, and they he made absolutely no attempt to hide his Boston accent, which is fucking. I love great. it. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Totally why would he? Yeah. He would. Yeah, would no, he? that's that's awesome. I, I love all the stupid I'm not jokes he made. <laughs> like the, the, the Canto bite shit that he was saying about yeah, the, the yeah, ship yeah. looking Canto like a slot. slot machine, like the mm-hmm. Gungan reference. It's just like he was so. I feel meta in a way that wasn't distracting. Of like, he is just a comedian yeah. making jokes about Star Wars, mm-hmm. but it's like also those are insults in that we all understand and be like, hey, hey. Um, yeah. I know can't invite this. And this episode made me in, like, uh, it, it made me a little sad because I was like, oh, it's so cool when they do put together. I, like, I would have loved to have seen this crew with Mandalorian like uh, being fleshed out and developed over the span of eight episodes. But I know we're not going to get them again, obviously, because they're all in, like. In prison, and that's just kind of the format of the show, which is a little disappointing. Like, man, you got Bill Burr. That would have been it's so cool to see Bill Burr pop back up later and have them like maybe become friends. I don't know. Maybe. Granted, I'm a huge Bill Burr fan, so I'm definitely jaded when it comes to this, or a little bit biased rather. But friends I, or enemies don't trust anybody, sort of thing. Like, I, I love that whole little uh, dynamic between him and that whole crew. Uh, mm. So yeah, I was kind of bummed when they were all. Sort of quartered away, sentenced away at the end of the I episode. Like, no, I, uh... But I still enjoyed the episode a lot. Like I, I really enjoyed this compared to the 
I, I thought it can't get any worse in the last episode, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised to watch last night and, and enjoy the dynamics between all the different characters. Um, see uh, more Baby Yoda, and then he falls down, and I was like, oh, fucking no. When Bill Burr dropped him, I, I was know. like, Bill Burr, I'll never forgive yeah. you. <laughs> um, uh, it was great. I, re- I liked it a lot. Really quickly, I liked this episode. I didn't love it. <clears throat> and I think that there's... A couple issues, but like the my biggest issue is at the end when it reveals, oh, they're all still alive and in prison in one cell, which is one of those stupid like campy things. Sure, but at the same time, I felt like it was really clear that he killed them all in like fun ways. You know, like the it seemed like he stabbed Tonks in the chest, right? Seems like he oh no, it doored the yeah, it, like his head and it like those when, doors closed. When hard. that happened, I went oh, oh no. fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I liked and the I it was so cool. I liked the misdirection though of the door closing. You're like oh he killed another guy with the door. That's interesting. And then he, and Clancy Brown just pops up with it. I was like oh, okay, yeah. we're getting a little clever in this episode. I like that. And yeah. then we get the security doors closed, and it's like yeah, all right, like, oh, he got decapitated. So yeah. this episode was written by Christopher Yost, who's a, a Marvel comics writer. Um, oh. Has done a, a lot of really great mm-hmm. Marvel comic stuff, but um, it's one of the only episodes that wasn't like directed and written by the same people yeah. mm-hmm. like, going through. So or John Favreau just kind of I think I think do this, that more, man. this team is good. Like this team makes something that I'm like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. I, I enjoyed watching this for 43 minutes. And again, I, I'm with Kevin. I got it wasn't the best episode of anything I've ever seen, but it was certainly enjoyable. Yeah. And it was fun to watch Bill Burr be in Star Wars, and he had some fun back and forth with uh, with Pedro Pascal's character. I, I was like, this this to me is, and and, I, and it's going to sound harsh, but this is a this is a good filler episode for me. And if it wasn't for the fact that we had two really bad filler episodes right before that, I'd have been like, cool, this is a cool episode five yeah. as a break between like the main story arc of what's going on. Yeah. But like it just continues to sort of be a little bit unfortunate and disappointing because I'm like. What is happening in this series? We're two episodes away from the end of this first season, yeah. and we still have zero concept as to what's happening with the main story. And I'm th- starting to think, like, I know this is going to sound dumb because I probably should have come to this realization three episodes ago, that there is no main story in this. That there's just never going to be a resolution with with uh, the Werner Herzog character and all that stuff. I well, think it's just gone. It could be that this is all set up to, like, season two, where season two will bring back these people and now we'll have a developed relationship. A totally possible. Yeah. What, so when, that's when not you, super exciting, you know? It's no, one of those things where it's like, wait. that means that, like, season one might be considered better in retrospect after you watch season two kind of thing. Um, I, so when they landed on the prison thing, I was like, oh, they're going to outsmart him and he's going to get stuck on this prison ship and they're going to they're gonna steal Baby Yoda and take him back and then he's going to have to fight his way back to Werner Herzog. That's cool. And then they locked him in the prison. I was like, whoa, this is cool. Like, they're actually going to have him be in a really bad situation and he's going to lose the thing that he's been protecting for so long. He's going to have to go after it again. And then he just immediately gets out because someone thought it was a genius idea to put holes in a prison wall <laughs> or like a prison cell. I was like, what the fuck it's are you doing? I didn't mind that so much, <laughs> but like it, it was fine. It, but then I was like, okay, this is just going to be a clo- an enclosed standalone, like what do they, they call them? Uh, genie in a bottle episode? Which, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know? but so like, my, my thing with this is I, I feel like I'm now hitting a point where we have two episodes left in the season. I don't think we're going to get all the answers we're looking for until season two. I sure. think that they do have the answers and I think that somewhere along the line they were like season two is coming sooner than later and I think they're just like let's just get through this set everything up and, and then go there. I, I feel like being critical of what the show is not what I want it to be this was good. This was fun. I liked this episode yeah. a lot. I wish it was something different but it's not and knowing what the Mandalorian is now after three back to back episodes of what this is 
I thought this was a fun episode that I had a good time with it. And you guys talking about wanting these characters to be back more or whatever. I like the fact that they are alive at the end. They might come back or sure. they might not. Yeah, and I'm okay I, with that because we got 45 minutes with them. That's a lot more than we got mm-hmm. with any of the other characters in the show so far. But I like that we keep going back to Carl Weathers. We the the looming plot of Baby Yoda still exists and it's still going on. But we get the message and like more people are learning. And what you're talking about of like him getting uh, put in the thing, and you're like, oh shit, are they about to take Yoda back and all that stuff? I had that same feeling. I'm like, oh, I'm invested. Like that's good mm-hmm. that even a, a filler episode I could be invested. By the end of it, it's totally fine. And Mandalorian didn't really do anything. A problem I have with he Mandalorian character himself, which I thought was cool, is that. I feel like there's no consistency in is he a badass that knows what he's doing or is he just kind of lucking out in situations and well the other getting, question is getting out is he a, skin of his teeth the other question is like is he this really crazy altruistic guy or is he a bad like a bad guy and, and willing to do like what it takes to like because Kevin and I were talking earlier and I was like why wouldn't he kill these people he's killed before why why does he all of a sudden now put these people in prison when they try to screw him over like does he do we are we expected to believe that all the bounties that he brought in were just like put on a fair and balanced trial and are now awaiting a prison sentence that they're going to get out and be reformed or do we think that he froze them in carbonite and they got killed at some point that blue that's guy what I is thought. dead yeah like you know all of his episode. like he's not a good guy yeah. why would he save these people why would he even bother risking like Taking this guy back, like I get, I get that he got the money and all that stuff, and he needed the money. I get it, but like a lot of the things he does in this, I'm like, are just so. But did counter- he need the money? Like that was a weird thing to he me. Did. Where it's like when you look at this this episode for what to, to continue forth. Remember when it started? He's like, surviving. "Fuck, I could barely afford the the fuel. hyperfuel." Yeah, okay. You gotta pay for hyperfuel. Yeah. I just feel like, like it was just weird <laughs> where I'm like, when you really look at boiling down, what did this episode do? Just got him a little bit more money, mm. and I was like. For everything that happened in this episode, that feels a little bit light when That's we've already also, seen him get a lot of money in previous episodes. Yeah, we we have no, there's no scale. We don't know if exactly. He made, you know what I mean? So it's like in the last episodes, he could have made enough money to just sort of keep going for another two weeks. Which but fun. he also re- he also removed uh, potential future enemies. You know, when the when the Republic does come and attack that base or whatever, like those are you mean, potential. We mean with those the three prob- X-Wings for no reason just destroy hundreds of people. <laughs> no questions base. asked. No, no questions asked. asked. Also, the- that was that was a beacon for like for them to locate someone. Like they should have thought. It wasn't a kill oh, order. Is, yeah. is alive well, uh, there. Yeah. Why would they immediately just start I, I shooting? I love the way that was all executed. Well, I, I thought they set it up when uh, he first shows it. The the one dude they say like, oh, like we'll have. A short amount of time, and they're gonna come here and like blow the thing up. Like, they're gonna blow no. It's a prison I, ship. I, I, I thought that there was a I literal line. They, they were gonna come here and blow up our ship and then catch us. Yes. I think the idea was that mm. the, 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 what is it, the Republic? It was like a save our ship. Yeah. Like an the, new Republic, Republic, the Alliance, the new Republic. The new, Republic. the new Republic's gonna come here and we're gonna be fucked. We're gonna mm-hmm. be trapped on this prison ship and they're gonna put us in jail. Not, it was not, a kill order. Not just. Destroy everything Just, on yeah, this Execute thing. everyone yeah. for no reason. Like the that's the thing the Empire would do. It was the, a very weird ending. Yeah, I, I did enjoy the one a, moment about very... the one moment of altruism with this one guy on this ship where Mando is pretty serious about not killing this guy. I, I enjoyed seeing that side of him. Yeah. But I wish it would have ended there. And I wish every I wish all the other bad guys or whatever they were partners at the time. I wish he would have killed them um so that it isn't just Fully good, yeah. Because the last episode, we saw him just shoot that one guy in the chest, and it was fine or whatever. Because you know he was going to kill the baby Yoda or whatever. Right. But this one, I I really, I I enjoyed seeing that moment of altruism with the one Republic guard, and I wish it would have ended there. Yep. Because I wish everybody else got what they deserved. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it, the idea of uh, like it kind of turning to an alien movie of like 
you know, it, him slowly hunting each one down and getting rid of them is cool versus knocking them out and letting them get caught. Yeah, it's just not as cool for me. Yeah, it's it's weird because I feel like you guys took it differently than I did where I didn't take it as altruism. I took it more as like, you motherfuckers like locked me in there. You're going to like slowly die being locked in there and there's no one else here to give you food or anything. No, but like... I mean, they, they, they would have found the ship eventually. Yeah, they definitely found yeah, the ship. The ship's not adrift. You're right. Yeah. They just stayed in jail. Because a prison ship. Yeah, they got, they got caught like five minutes later. But I, I, mm. I, had, I had a couple issues with that. Uh, with with the uh, just going back to the the guy being killed, which is that like it's it's just a really weird thing to do with a character. Like I get that you're trying to save him, but you still robbed something, and it, it's it's sort of like the conundrum of like now if you rob a you convenience are. store with with someone and your friend kills the person there, you still go to jail for murder. I just want you to know that even if you tried to save the guy, you still have committed the crime and you're still responsible for that. And so it was kind of a weird thing where I was like. Oh, I really hope they don't let like I he has to save this guy. Otherwise, he's just committed murder or it is an accessory to it to some degree, right? Oh no, she killed him. Okay, cool. And so like I, it, the character is just in a really weird it, they need to really decide who this character is. And and I just don't think they did that in this episode. And then the other problem I had with the episode was that it's cool that he's hunting them down, but man, I really wish they built more than one hallway. Because it feels like they're in the same it does feel like- hallway every time. <laughs> and we talked about it, I, I mean, think, last week. That's what prisons week. look like, right? Sure. We talked about it last week, I think, or maybe a week before. I can't remember what show. But I re- they could have just literally changed the lighting. It didn't all have to be red lighting. Right, if there right. had been, like, green lighting in an area or, like, blue lighting, like, this is the blue area. Yeah. This is sector blue, blue, blue team, whatever. But it just felt like every time they turned around. And then they were like, you could tell they had a problem with it, by the way. Because the guy, the, the editor was like, fuck, every time we cut back. It looks like it's the same hallway. What are we going to do? Oh, I get it. Let's put a wipe in there. Yeah. Now, traditionally, if you guys remember, a Star the, the wipe, the fun, like, mm. iconic Star it's Wars changing, wipe. changing, like, locations. It's massive locations. It's <laughs> to let you know, hey, we're going from uh, Hoth to fucking Dagobah, right? We're going from Cloud City over to, to Endor or whatever. It's a space. Like, we're, it, it's, it's a visual way of telling the audience, hey, we're, we're jumping in literally time and space right now. It's very weird to do that when you're in the same confined area. And the thing is literally happening right after the other thing happens. It was just I, – I understand it was – I think it was just them trying to fix the fact that this hallway yeah, was just absolutely. looked exactly the same everywhere. I, I, I liked it, though, because especially when Mando's hunting them all down because they, they, there's this kind of feeling of being lost with those characters and them not knowing what's around the corner and stuff and everything looking the same and not knowing where to go. I, I really, see, really but my thing that. there is I, I didn't feel like I was lost. I felt like I knew that they were all right around the corner because it looked like the same hallway. So it didn't feel like it was a bunch of different hallways. It felt like they were so close together. Yeah. There was like, oh, they're all going to be fucked. Like, if one of them was just like, hey, all of them would have been like, Let's all oh, group shit, up. okay. Wait, you're on the corner? Okay, <laughs> But cool, also, yeah. like, why would they split up? You know, like, no this this guy is this legendary, you know, Mandalorian. Like, why, don't don't fight him alone. Yeah. You're better as a group. They also do this So you think like, she saw his face? No. No. No? No. She she fucked him and he had his helmet still yeah, on. Yeah, but they were like, Nothing "Have you seen else. his face?" She was like, "A girl was doesn't." Real a girl. Too. I know, but it's one of those things where she's like, "Nah, I, I couldn't get him to take it off. It's gonna make her seem lame." I would and, love for someone know? to just do that artwork where it's him and his in his little tidy whities just put the helmet on, <laughs> getting ready to fuck. That's why I like the uh, the weird the dude the guard uh, was Matt Lanter, who was the voice of Anakin in Clone Wars. Oh, interesting. Uh, cool. And uh, Dave Filoni, who one was directed pilots. and all that stuff, was one of the pilots mm-hmm. named Trapper Wolf. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> wow. Uh, another one of the pilots was the director of this, Rick Famuyiwa, who was Jib Dogger. And Deborah Chow, who was the director of episode three, was Sash Ketter, the three X-Wing pilots. Yeah, they, uh, 
it's cool that they had cameos. They shouldn't have given each other lines because they were not great. I thought it was as fine, I I it was as fine as any other X-Wing pilot or, <laughs> or Stormtrooper we've ever seen. That is fair. That is fair. I also really like the, the bad guys reacting like, oh, shit, the, why are X-Wings there? And being like, oh, the beacon, you know? I was like, oh, well, that's clever. He got him. So, no, so, okay. He got him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess, yeah, it's smart of him. My main problem with beats, that, though, you know? my main problem with the way that whole thing ended was I loved the idea of it. I didn't love the way it was executed. Where uh, the, the, the ship's flying in, and then the guy looking and being like, Take him down or whatever. Just unceremoniously yeah, executing it, everyone. It, it, oh, there's a ship. We think. And, then, and then they all Kill popped all. in. And then he he drives past it. It, it. it felt really off to me the way it was the the sequence of all of these. Events. Yeah, you would think well, you'd be like. Well, but I love the idea of it. Yeah. I thought it was fucking. I thought it was like. Oh, when that happened, I was like, damn, that's cool. I like that they're actually getting clever with what Mando will do to sort of get back at his enemies or whatever. It, but why? Why did he have no problem having them get killed? Yeah. And the guards, his. You know his homies that he trapped. Like, what's the difference between? Well, he got his money, so I guess that's. I don't he would have gotten his money if he killed them. If, yeah, but it doesn't matter. I don't know. He's a nice guy, kind of. Yeah, kind of. But like, he's fine with other people killing his enemies. Before we go on, let me tell you that this episode of Mandalorian in Review is brought to you by Honey Book. Nick, we're doing it again. It's what you've always dreamed of. Ooh. You started your own business. That's a dream. You have no boss. No boss you are the boss. You are the CEO. My God, no one told you there'd be so much admin work. Reality check, running your own business is hard, but HoneyBook makes it easy. In business, there are the big picture people and the people that bring those dreams into reality. But if you're a freelancer or run your own business, you have to be both. If you need help with the day-to-day, HoneyBook has the tools you need to get everything done. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, invoices, all in one place. Uh, It's perfect for freelancers, entrepreneurs, or small business owners that want to consolidate services they already use like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp. Uh, They also have e-signatures, which uh, I awarded yesterday as one of the greatest inventions of the 21st century, uh, and built-in automation to save you time and get you paid faster. Simplify your to-do list and stay in control with HoneyBook. And right now, Kevin, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off when you visit HoneyBook.com slash morning. Wait, on the monthly or the year plan? Both, Kevin. What? Both monthly and annually. It's crazy. <laughs> Payment is flexible. Did you hear that? And this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com slash morning for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com slash morning for 50% off your first year. Andy, why aren't you responding? <laughs> CEO ho ho ho. Hey, it's oh, Christmas it's time. Christmas. If you know someone running their own business, this is a good gift Great for them. HoneyBook. Um, I loved that we uh, that we saw Mando take out all these robots in a really cool way. I thought the fight scene where he's taking out these five sort of yeah. droid security droids or whatever. I loved the way was, it was all choreographed. I, I thought it was badass looking, and it wasn't just a simple. Yeah, I, I loved cool. also watching him use his different shit with like grap- the grappling hook and then the the torch. It ripped off yeah. the head of one. I thought it was cool. See, I thought I was a bit confused because I was like, why is he doing it like that, though? Doesn't he have a blaster? Like at one point, does he? Well, he does uses he the loot? blast. I think he gets it gets knocked, it get knocked out. out. Yeah, because okay. also he's getting shot constantly, and yeah. it's like, man, that's some good armor. Yeah, I, li- I liked how they did it in episode two, where it was like it was the slow. Like uh, uh, disarmament of him because that beast that he was trying to kill was just not having it. Um, I, I I didn't catch that that he lost his blast in this one. So that makes more sense. I, yeah. I think that it got knocked out. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I imagine it did. Otherwise, why wouldn't he not keep his but range weapon? The fight scene uh, against uh, Mr. Krabs was awesome because I love how he was just getting beat the fuck down and using all the weapons that we've seen him mm-hmm. win with in the, the previous episode. And that should have burned his face. When he used the but whistle birds or whatever the fuck the they were devil. called, and they like flew around in this small space. I was like, oh shit, that's, it's, it was scary and intense because this guy was big. Yeah, it was really scary. And then when he flames his face, the guy's just laughing. I'm like, this is rad. Yeah. And then the thing comes down on him, and it was just like, I feel like such a great escalation of uh, tension and choreography of, wow, they really, like, yeah. everything that we've learned that Mando can do, is he's being countered. Yeah. And when the thing closes the other way, it was just, like, unexpected and fun. And I'm yeah. like, I love that. Cool, I love man. that uh, Clancy Brown straight up did the, I'm gonna drag the guy over the Western Saloon bar in front of all the glass, uh, you That's know. Cool. He's, he was getting his helmet dragged along the console, and it was... It was uh, it was a cool like juxtaposition between like what we've seen in old movies and shit like that. Um, the uh, um, oh god, what was I going to mention? Was it the whistling birds or whatever? Where yeah, they they didn't target anybody, but also the really cool thing that I don't think we've seen before in a lot in a Star Wars any property was the lasers being reflected around the walls. Oh, that was cool. And one hit. They, oh, we, I don't know if we've ever seen that before. Well, uh, isn't that what Han Solo does in A New Hope, where he sh- like when they go down the yeah. garbage chute and he shoots and then and it, it gets blasts like, around, blasts around. Oh, we already yeah. tried yeah. that. It looks like we already tried that. Han's like, what? In the last five seconds, I, I, I just followed you down in this thing. How did we have time to fucking? <laughs> what did I miss? Was there a time jump in between? How long was that shaft? It was just cool seeing like. All the lasers <laughs> flying around and him being in the room, being like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> really yeah. And again, I, what I, the, one of the one of the things I liked about this episode was him being put in a bad spot. Like yeah. he got trapped, he got outsmarted, and he had to figure out how to get out. And I liked the way he gets out. Um, and it was a, well, it, but it was a twist. I, no, I, coming, no I have some problems with how he gets out of his cell. Why do on. they have a key on the inside? Because he took the arm out, yeah. got the like key that came out of the thing, and then he just goes. He didn't have to like, uh, uh, listen, you know. Man. They just have a key on the inside. Nah, listen, fine. listen. All right, as sure. A per- as a person who's gotten locked in our bathroom here, it's it's sometimes good to have a key on both sides. Yeah. I'll Remember when that. Jen got locked in? We had to. We have <laughs> a window for that. It's fine. <laughs> it's very <laughs> easy to unlock it. No, but I mean, but this is what I want to see. Obviously, like you know, I want to see this guy. Don't stop telling me this guy's a badass. Let me see that he's a badass. And in this episode, we actually got to see him be clever and outsmart yeah. people. And like, and yeah, when, especially when he met the guy that was his physical match and couldn't, and all his weapons failed, he had to figure out one other thing to do, which was that second door. It was cool. It was fun. That's what this series should be. It should be, you know, it surprised me a little bit. Have fun with the choreography. Like, put this character in an interesting situation and and let's see how he reacts. Um, it is kind of dumb that he would keep going on these things and trying to hide Baby Yoda when clearly Baby Yoda's he's like, a, I'm not, I don't want to stay in this thing anymore. He's a terrible, like, surrogate parent. Because it's like, for the first, what, 10, 15 minutes of the episode, it's like, where is Baby Yoda? Yeah. And it's like, oh, just locked in his. I totally forgot about. Playing hide and seek. I totally um, forgot about the little fucker when he popped up when the door opened. I was like, oh yeah, he's in this show. <laughs> I never forgot about yeah, him. I, I never, never stopped thinking about him when Bilber dropped him. I was like, you son of a bitch. But then going through it, I'm like, all right, so this guy's hunting little Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda where it's like he like he looks and Baby Yoda's there and he looks back and he's God. <laughs> I'm just like, I love the idea of this little like, fuck just popping around. I, I mean, he was he was trying to do but something. But then at, at the, the end, end, though, it's weird though because I feel like like Baby Yoda is another thing that just feels inconsistent. Where it's like we see this little shit like walking around waddly oh, wow. doddly, but then it's like he's just this fast moving little ninja, <laughs> and then. then 
then it's like like so the, the robots like the droids going around like trying to find him and I had fear in my heart for my little baby same. Yoda I did right? same. but I was like what the fuck's going on but then I had a moment and I'm happy they didn't do this but I had a moment where I'm like are they about to attack <laughs> the clones this shit is baby Yoda about to like around. flip around and fuck him up yet maybe they will one day but when Yoda gets caught in the in the thing I was like you stay the fuck away from him but I thought they were gonna take him and then when Mandalorian comes and shoots him from behind and baby Yoda like, looks, looks at his, his head because he thought that he just reflected the thing I'm like I fucking yeah, love really this cute. thing man yeah. I, no, I, no, I thought he looked at his hand because he thought that he crushed like yeah. the circuitry or some shit like that whatever, whatever happened, he, he thought he caused I, I like that we're seeing some intelligence like it doesn't seem like it's just a baby anymore you know the, <laughs> the, the, the mean, hiding big kid <laughs> well, I mean, it was in a stroller for the like first yeah. two episodes, but it's not like it was dumb or like not I mean, noticing. It, it was looks like it was dumb. It, it like, sounds just dumb. Just puts random shit in its mouth. You don't do that. <laughs> I do. No, it was eating, and we think you're dumb. How long right? Was the shaft, it was cognizant at least. <laughs> How long was that know, shaft? Man. How long was I in that shaft? Before? <laughs> <laughs> was it a thick shaft? I just loved every time they showed like the corner and they just saw Baby Yoda like it's here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. Oh, uh, so the end of the episode, we see that there's this new republic. Right, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's an interesting element yeah. to introduce into this series because you have to imagine, like, for for a while, we've all been thinking, like, what, how, what, how's he gonna, what's he gonna do with this thing? Is are, are there good people out there that he can take this to? And now we have obviously proof that there's some level of good organization out there. Obviously, I mean, they have the prison ship. There's someone trying to keep order. So I wonder if that's gonna play into the greater plot of what he's doing with Baby Yoda. I kind of doubt it. I, I feel like this was more of just like a fun like cameo thing of just like showing how mm-hmm. big the world is and showing where it is post-Jedi. Yeah. I, I doubt we're going to, especially the fact that we saw the X-Wing people be the directors. I think that was like, yeah. here's our Super fun nod. Odd. We're going to see some X-Wings. Who was the cool. man that gave him the job? What actor is that? Oh, he's from, Batman, from Batman Begins. Begins. There we go. Yeah, he, oh, he's shit. in that. He's the bad guy. Um, or the detective. Yeah, he's like, like the... Um, yeah, he's uh, Harvey Bullock in uh, Batman Begins. He's right. in something else, and this is, this is what I really liked because we too got fast, like this. the Anarchy, right or no? Oh, I have not watched. Was that. he in Too Fast, Too Furious? Does he get the map? Yeah, yeah, the rat guy. He's the rat guy. Yeah, yeah. He gets the rat like it's gonna burrow on into his, his tummy. skin. Remember they heat up the bucket and the, the rats, go, on his rats tummy, gonna Kevin. burrow. Dad's gonna go whichever way he can. It's yeah. like that's that's a lot of work. Uh, we we got this like crew of sleazy like uh, people just looking out for themselves, and I, I thought for the most part, um, besides the uh, Twilight, uh, was cast really well. Like you could see like Bill Burr and uh, the guy from Batman Begins and uh, Clancy Brown, like they know how to played those characters and I, I thought they pulled it off really well and I, I just liked seeing them all kind of interact and prepare for this mission and stuff like that I, I really enjoyed it yeah but it's too bad that Tonks like did st- like I feel like a lot of her scenes stood out as weird or like overacted I was fine with it like it was overacted yeah. but like it was never distracting me to the point where I was like oh my god you're like the fucking woman from the last Rhea episode oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it was yeah, more yeah, just yeah. like, like no oh you're a bad. weird Twi'lek it's yeah. not like a, oh you're playing a Twi'lek wrong you know, uh, maybe I don't know Twi'leks, but are they supposed to be the vampires of the Star Wars universe? I mean, there's all Why we know from them is they're the strippers. Like that's that's what. Well, we I know mean, that's them. not true. There's the Twi'lek that is it was a Jedi that got killed in uh, Revenge of the Sith, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and you don't know, maybe she was a stripper. Yeah. Maybe wasn't, she got the extra wasn't, money. Jabba's uh, Jabba's guy was, like, was a Twi'lek too. Yeah, he was just a weird looking. But oh, was he? Yeah. yeah, he only just has like one. Because Barrett ended up googling. Yeah, that does sound familiar. I think he had two, and the other one was just. Again, again, I say, you guys don't know that these people weren't strippers. 
Maybe they are all strippers, true. man. Maybe the whole dude, is the dude dancer. Twilight was a hundred percent. Oh, he is a stripper. Definitely a chippendale dancer. And I'm not basing that solely off the fact that he was sleeveless for no reason. Yeah. Why? And then, <laughs> His arms did not. Also, look I liked him too. Didn't look bad. His sister wanted to get him out, but he was like, "Fuck." Twenty years. I thought it was a cool twist. Yeah, I I totally didn't see that whole thing coming of them. You know, oh, we're saving my brother. I, is it his brother? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is her brother, but it's still kind of like weird. Why I've never seen a male Twilight in this form. Yeah, <laughs> a blue you know? one. A blue yeah, a blue one. one yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then uh, him, him, and then throwing him in the jail. I was like, oh, oh fuck, shit. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I like yeah. this. You know, and Mando fucking the, the the girl. I was like, all right, there's some history here. Mando oh, be getting yeah. this fuck on wearing his helmet, Pascal. dude. I like that. Cool. Don't kiss me. <laughs> yeah, the helmet. Two more he's episodes. Helmet, so he two episodes left. It's like, all right, okay, where are we going with this? Like, what do you guys expect? Do you think that the next two will get back to the main plot? No. Do you think the next one will be like this, and then the final one will get back I, to the plot? I feel like the next one needs to get back to to the plot and has to end on a cliffhanger, and then we get some closure. Well, the my, one my, thing to keep in mind uh-huh. is the, that next week's episode is Wednesday instead of Friday, so it's before Rise of Skywalker, and. That's probably just because it's smart. That's because yeah, no, yeah they don't want to kill. Go. They don't want to kill their view yeah, numbers yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably just because, and there's also a preview for the movie. What do you? Uh, so, I think one of the bigger plot points in this one that kind of just got passed over was the robot finding out about. Um, Carl yeah. about Carl Weathers' character, and that seemed like something they were alluding that there was going to be something in the future. I maybe. think I think that was just to to make us feel like they were he was going to take Baby Yoda. Right? Yeah, I think I think that was Got designed it. that he was uh-huh. like, oh, I've deciphered this message, and I figured out the importance of this thing and how much he caught. Like, I was hoping he'd spread that message around. Somewhere but that's else. an old message, right? Yeah, that was that's the yeah. same okay. message. Okay, cool. But yeah, I mean, I, it was. It's I'm still waiting for the series to have a main antagonist. And it's and I want there to be one. And I thought it was going to be this bug droid for a bit. I was like, I'll take this bug droid. But it turns out the bug <laughs> droid just dies. I'll take this bug. Dude, that but Richard that, guy is so fucking. Funny. I think it'll be Giancarlo Esposito. I think. Would, I mean, when, I, once I we get him, I think. percent love that. I don't think he'll just be a one episode thing. Like I think we get him either majorly introduced in the next episode or the finale, and he gets set up as like kind of the main the main uh, gangster main thing uh, for season two. I don't know. I feel like the way they're doing all these cameos, I feel like yeah. he's going to get introduced by, uh, and, and it's going to be um, what Zart, what the old German dude. Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Being like, we <laughs> need, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, like you what can, is it? They say it correctly. But, I'm just going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that he's just going to be like, hey, we need to catch this. We need to find it. And they're going to use him for this next episode. And at the end of the episode, he's going to die. And then it's going to be like, all right. I think the constant theme throughout our sort of interview is, ah, oh, damn, I wish they hadn't gotten rid of that character yeah. so fast. So I wouldn't be surprised. At this point, it's every sort of character that's been introduced or every character that we've seen in uh, uh, you know, pre-release material or whatever, I... One if John Carlos Pazito gets that gets that sort of treatment, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. But this episode, I think, is a perfect baseline for what I want this show to be. If the show can always be this quality, again, I don't think it was great or mind-blowing or anything like that. But like you said, it was fun. It was entertaining. I had a good time with it. And if I, I hope that this is how the rest of the series can be. Yeah. And if it could be better at some points, awesome. But I just... Those, those last two episodes left such a bad taste in my mouth that this was a nice breath of fresh air. It's it's funny to me because I'm, I'm right there with you. I feel like this show 
almost did itself a disservice by having as much of a big plot point as Baby Yoda so early on. Because if we did just get these episodes where earlier on it was clear, it's just going to be, hey, here's this character. Bad this guy like, of the week. Like, yeah, bad guy of the week. Or not even bad guy, just like character of the week of like, hey, Tyka's here. Or hey, Bill Burr's here. Or hey, yeah. uh, Giancarlo, whatever. They're all here. They might leave. They might come back. Like, what's her name? The... Gina Carano. Gina, Gina Carano. It's like if that we we just got used to that earlier. I feel like we would be less down on the the bad episodes. Um, but at the same time, I'm happy they did that because I'd rather that have the overarching story. I just want to get back to it. And but at this point, like I'm fine with where they're at, and I, I feel like it's silly to think they're going to wrap it up in the next two episodes. I think that this is a sign that season two is going to like actually get back to the full real story. A little Yodelina. That's kind of disappointing for me. Where it's like, uh, that to me that that's not a very strong season one. So I I think that there's this chance because there's no structure to these things, you know. Like um, next week's episode could be an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be, but it could be. Yeah. And like they point. could totally make it all about the story. Like we don't know what things are to come, but like I really hope they start diving into the story a little bit more because yeah, these are cool, but like. How many of these episodes can we watch before it's like, well, I'm kind of over this. We get it. He's going to be a badass and slowly get cooler. I think that it's, for any show, a strong story is important. And I'm just not seeing that with this. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm with Kev and you guys on this one as well. Like, every time I see Yoda now, it's starting to have a sour taste where I'm like, what the fuck is happening with this thing? Like, we need to get back to this. This is a big, big element that is now just lingering in the background that should be the most important focus of this eight-episode arc. And it has literally been – they spent one episode on this so far out of the but six But then he looks watched. up and does, like, little coos and cod. And it's yeah, the cutest thing like, on the planet, and I totally love it. But it, but at a certain <laughs> point, Kevin, Kevin's 100% right. If they do two more episodes like the ones we just saw, they're, they're passably entertaining. I'm not going to say this episode was bad. It was fine. It was fine. But – I want more than fine. I want this to be a really, really cool, intricate show. And, like, I mean, it's never going to be this, but, like, an example that we've talked about before is, like, I I want it to be more on the level of, like, a Watchmen, where they're actually trying to do something interesting and elevate the, the, the genre and the medium. But instead, we're getting sort of this sort of bland monster of the week. And if that's what's going to be cool, but like at some point, find a home for Baby Yoda. So I stop as a viewer wondering what the fuck is going on with this. Well, thing. the bigger problem with, with Baby Yoda to me is that. If these episodes didn't have him, I feel like they'd be a little bit more like understandable. Like, cool, he's just going on adventures and stuff. But the fact that every episode starts with him leaving Baby Yoda in the yeah, ship, it's so... it, it leaves me in a place where I'm like, I just don't buy this. Yeah, like we were just it's set up for too many. We had too long with Mandalorian and Baby Yoda together, understanding that he cares about him and that he's worried about him being stolen, and that everyone's trying to steal him and continuously try to kill him. And we've seen that in every episode now, and he just keeps leaving him. A sniper yeah. had his sights on his it's little head. His little tiny head. Can you imagine how much that <laughs> oh would? And the unfortunate aspect that the is that they, playing with him. they want us to believe this character is a badass who is very, very, uh, this ultimate warrior of smart, cool badass, but he keeps making this stupid fucking mistake of leaving this thing unattended. It's bizarre. And it, it, it really makes you start to feel like the character is a dumbass at a certain point. We're like, how many, it's like, what's the definition of madness? Like doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Why do you keep leaving it? It's going to get out. Of the fucking pantry. Stop putting it in the pantry. <laughs> and if you put it in the pantry, maybe put a little chain around its leg or something, you know? Yeah. Like a little keychain or something and just lock it over so sock. it can't get away. I will say this, that if if this show no you know doesn't have this crazy overarching story that 
you know, matters to the overall universe. I don't mind a Mandalorian Monster of the Week show. It's gotten to the point where I don't... If that's what the show is going to be, I'm totally cool with that. As long as it is like this episode, where it, it's decently structured, has some cool action moments, some cool Fun characters, uh, plot good background. Actors, yeah. yeah, like if if that's what's going to be Ish great. Actors. But uh, again, like my disappointment with the last two episodes was it was just on such a high level of I'm bummed out with this right yeah. now. But uh, you know, if if this is what we're going to get, then I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Ladies and gentlemen. This has been The Mandalorian in review for Chapter 6. Two more to go. Uh, We'll be back next week with Chapter 7 on Wednesday. And then Star Wars Episode 9, Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Rising Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalkers. Yes. We'll we'll fucking see. Friday. It's going to be Friday. Very exciting. Cool. Who do we think Rey is? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.